Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. It's a penny for your thoughts. We are at 9.06 on a Thursday as we near the end of the year here. December the 29th, headed for a high of 57, 51 and cloudy, and the snow is melting away pretty rapidly, except where it was pushed around a bit in a pile here or two, uh, here or there. Uh, glad you're with us, no matter where you're listening, how you're listening to us today. It is great to have you with us. And uh, we got a lot of open line time today, uh, always between Christmas and New Year's, always uh, a little trickier because a lot of people are just off, a little trickier to get uh, some guests lined up during the week, and plus we didn't know if we'd be here or in Tampa or which bowl game we were going to, and um, so there, <laughs> we just kind of uh, fell into an area where there's not a whole lot uh, planned today, uh, so we will visit with you. There's a couple topics that are out there that we'll touch on here as we go. And a couple of texts uh, need to get to here that I want to uh, mention as well. But certainly if there's a topic you'd like to discuss, certainly you're welcome to do that uh, here on an open line here today. We will mix and match a little bit, though, during the course of the show. Uh, Adam Austin, our producer, put together a uh, highlight package from the uh, football season for the Illini. And, of course, we've got the bowl game on Monday. So somewhere before uh, we're gone here and uh, down to Tampa, wanted to uh, – and I think the whole highlight package originally started, I thought, eh, this might be six or seven minutes. Well, it wound up being about 17 because there were so many really good highlights from this year in football with the 8-4 and four season. We were 7-1 and one going into November. So a lot of exciting plays. So we'll probably break it up into chunks, a little three- or four-minute chunks for you over the next day or so. Tomorrow in the 10 o'clock hour, we'll do our flashback Friday. So we'll figure out what the topic is there and have some fun with that to close out the month. And then we're into the new year, of course, uh, this weekend. 217-356-9397 is the number. Text line is 217-351-5357. Castle Heating and Cooling presents that. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Monday, no penny show. We'll have our Illini game day coverage starting at 9 and, of course, the game at 11 as we kick off from Raymond James Stadium. A lot of uh, crazy bowl games last night. The Holiday Bowl always seems to be a wild game. And it was a, it was a hard-fought game. Late score by Oregon wins it for them for the Ducks over North Carolina. A couple of good teams there. And the Arkansas-Kansas game. Arkansas was way ahead. I went to the Missouri-Kentucky basketball game. I was like, okay, this game's over. And then my brother texted me and said, hey, have you seen what Kansas is doing? So Kansas rallied, tied the game with about 40 seconds left, and the game went to triple overtime. And you had a targeting called in the double overtime right near the end of the double overtime. I've never seen that. Uh, Arkansas eventually wins it in overtime in the uh, third overtime. 
Texas Tech and Ole Miss were in a wild game. There were eight attempts to go for it on fourth down in the first half between the two teams. Hey, it's a bowl game. Why not? Go for it. I mean, Mississippi went for it, I think, twice on fourth down inside their own 30-yard line. Twice. Nothing to lose, right? Big gambler. Roll the dice. So that was kind of interesting. And then Missouri blew out Kentucky yesterday. They were up by 20 at some points of that game in Columbia. So I don't know if that makes you feel any better. Probably doesn't because it's Missouri. We don't like Missouri very much in basketball. But uh, the fact that they blew out Kentucky as well as us, um, I don't know if that makes you feel any better or not. But uh, Illinois basketball back on the court tonight. Bethune-Cookman, 7.30 tip. Line I game day at 5.30. We'll start on both stations. This station here, DWS and Light Rock 97.5. At 6.15, we'll go to the pregame show for the women. Mike Kuhn has coverage for us from Madison. The Illini women, of course, off to a great start. And they resume Big Ten play in Madison tonight. We'll have that game for you on DWS. And then the men will be on HMS and then uh, probably rejoin and get tied back together in the postgame show with Scott and Evan after. So that's the uh, schedule tonight. News uh, up north a little bit. Kankakee County, a judge there, rules a portion of the Safety Act unconstitutional. What does that mean going forward? I've asked some legal experts and got a little input on it and some good input on it. So uh, if you want to talk about that, we certainly can. What that means, we don't know for sure. But uh, we'll see. There may be more news uh, coming down the uh, pipe today. Southwest Airlines trying to get back on track. 2,300 flights canceled as of 5 a.m. Central Time this morning. That's about 58% of their scheduled flights today. So I would just double-check things. If you're on Southwest flying down for the bowl game or going somewhere else, uh, you might check it to make sure. They're uh, testing out the confetti in New York City, getting ready for the ball drop and the uh, Times Square celebration coming up on Saturday night. Digging out in Buffalo, New York, some pointing of fingers there. And in some of these cases, you know, like in Katrina, and obviously there were things that did not go right, but some events, you know, God's just kind of bigger than we are. You know, I mean, sometimes we think we've got, you know, the – well, this happened, and somebody should have done this, and somebody should have done that, and why didn't they do And there there are responsibilities of cities and governments and so forth, but like sometimes nature's just bigger than us. Sometimes, what are you going to do? you got to do your best, and certainly mistakes get made, but it's it always interesting to me that you have a big, major weather event, and it happens, and you start digging out, and then all the finger-pointing starts. Well, it's your fault. Well, it's your fault. I don't know. I, I just find that interesting. So anyway, those are some of the things on the uh, docket today. I've got the list of toys from the year you were born. I kind of worked my way through for a while. Uh, yesterday, we'll kind of pick our way through that again. Some highlights along the way in the 10 o'clock hour. Tomorrow, an open line. 10 o'clock, we'll do our Flashback Friday. So that's what's ahead here on A Penny for Your Thoughts, 913, back in a moment. on a penny for your thoughts. Hopefully you have not been involved with the ice and snow in an accident, but if you have, Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair is the 
place to take your vehicle. We've uh, told you this now for uh, many, many years. Jim did for years before me. Some of the testimonials, Ron and Philo says, uh, ISP District 10, well, I love the service we got from Gallo Miller, Illinois State Police. How about that? Jim in Ogden says, good job on repairs. I was confused on the bill. Gallo Miller was helpful and prompt in explaining the details. Also, a previous repair was done poorly at another shop, and you guys cleaned up the mess. Thank you. And Gordon in Urbana said, we can always count on a quality job from Gallo Miller. That's why we always take our vehicles to them. Gallo Miller, find out for yourself the great service they provide when you've had a big dent or a little ding. I-74, south side of uh, the interstate there between Neal and Prospect on 501 West Kenyon Road, the frontage road there. Ron, a penny for your thoughts here uh, today. 217-356-9397-916. A lot of high school basketball tournaments. This is always a great time. If you read in the uh, News Gazette, and go to the uh, all the score you know the box scores are typically for sports games, uh, sports matchups, uh, rundown of standings, all of those sorts of things. Uh, you'll see all the high school tournaments, tons and tons of games, lots of pictures, a lot of action. Illini men's basketball tonight against Bethune Cookman, the Illini women up in Madison, and uh, wrestling at the Midlands that goes on uh, as well. So a lot of things happening in that regard. All right, uh, let's see here. I had a question here. An email says, when the players opt out of the bowl game, do they still maintain their scholarship, housing, and meals for the rest of the school year? Also, do they travel with the team to the bowl game? You know, I don't know about traveling with the team. I assume the scholarship's good for the entire year, regardless of if they're opting out of the bowl game or not. I would, I just would assume so. But maybe you've uh, been in college athletics. You can tell me differently. I didn't have a college scholarship for athletics, so I don't know. So let me know if you uh, happen to know that. 217-351-5357 is the uh, Castle Heating and Cooling text line. You can reach us there. A lot of talk about the uh, empty, uh, the vacant, I guess, or it's not technically vacant right now, is uh, Stacy Bennett is filling the remainder of Scott Bennett's term. A lot of talk about who should get that seat. And there was some speculation. I know several people have mentioned they're interested. Um, I know Andy Quanstrom mentioned he was interested. Um, uh, Carol Ammons, of course, the state representative, mentioned. I got a note from uh, Aaron Ammons, and I'll just kind of read you through some of the things he wanted to point out. It says, hope you have a great holiday. Uh, listen to a couple of your shows. Here's a few things you may want to correct for your listeners and guests. Uh, first of all, he says, I'm not at all interested in replacing Representative Ammons if she's appointed to the Senate. I love the work I do as the county clerk and recorder. Uh, recently, we had Patrick Finkston on. Aaron says, Patrick spoke of concerns that some Springfield Democrats have about Representative Ammons being able to hold the Senate seat. That sounds like the same tired argument that she couldn't win any election outside of the county board or city council, then she won state representative. Patrick also said whoever was appointed would be on the midterm cycle of 2026 and 2030, but Scott pulled a 244, two-year, four-year, four-year, so whoever's appointed for the seat will be on the presidential cycle of 2024 and 2028, where the turnout is always higher. 
Uh, Aaron goes on to say Patrick had mentioned, mentioning Patrick Finkston, said Representative Ammons is a lightning rod and way more progressive than Scott Bennett was. Well, maybe Patrick should pull their voting records. He'll discover that they were almost identical. And there was some mention of a radio show, and I know that Aaron and his wife, uh, Carol, Representative Ammons, do a show on WEFT here locally. Uh, one gentleman called in, a guy called in and said, we conveniently have technical difficulties when people call our higher ground radio show and anyone who listens or is called in knows that that's patently false. You can call 217-359-5483 or 217-359-6545 every other Saturday from 8 to 10 a.m. And also, Representative Ammons has passed and gotten signed into law over 100 pieces of legislation in just eight years, and they were all bipartisan. The average number of bills passed for Illinois lawmakers in that same time period is 12. And finally, a statement was made about me, Aaron, overseeing the election in 2024 with Representative Ammons on the ballot. Maybe the caller is unaware that I also oversaw the 2020 and 2022 elections as well. All right, so anyway, uh, Aaron texted me that, and so there you go. You can you can um, respond to that if you'd like, or you can just listen in on what he had to say there. But he basically talks about uh, the legislation she's done uh, in Springfield. And the uh, other thing out of there says he is not interested at all in uh, potentially being a representative to replace her if she were appointed to the Senate. He says, I love the work I do as county clerk and recorder. Okay, very good. Thank you. And uh, 921 at uh, DWS. We mentioned the um, ruling by the Kankakee judge, portions of the Safety Act ruled unconstitutional. I've kind of checked around to a couple of uh, experts in this. And uh, one thing that could potentially happen is the Attorney General, and it looks like uh, Kwame Raul is saying, hey, we're going to appeal this to the Supreme Court. Uh, they potentially, I'm told, could stay the ruling so the whole state's operating under the same system come January 1. They could stay the ruling or they could stay implementation of the uh, PFA, Free Trial Fairness Act, um, and just kind of waiting to see, I guess, what the judges here locally would like to do. Uh, it sounds like Champaign County's prepared whichever way it goes. And we may hear more today as we go. So they're all working together on it and see, kind of see where it goes. So I guess right now it's kind of a wait and see what happens. And if there's more news today, of course, you'll uh, you'll hear about it. 9.22 at uh, DWS. Good morning, Brian. Surprised you aren't down in Tampa. It's great to listen to you on the show, but just surprised you're not down in Florida. <laughs> Happy New Year, Mary says. Well, I had this little thing, a basketball game coming up tonight I needed to take care of, so... Uh, we did that, and then we'll uh, the folks over at the Department of Intercollegiate Athletics uh, doing a charter for um, staff and other folks uh, connected with the program, and of course I'm in that group too. So uh, we're leaving on Saturday from uh, Flight Star here at Willard and get down to Tampa, and we'll be down there uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and come back on Tuesday, and then we'll uh, drive up to Evanston and on the third same day. So we'll start the day in Tampa. I will anyway. Start the day in Tampa. Ended in Evanston, and we got the basketball game on the night of the fourth. We'll do our show from Evanston next Wednesday morning. So there you go, Mary. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you as well.
9.23 at DWS. Good morning, Brian. I've been a Missouri basketball fan since Quinn Snyder was the head coach. Wow. He had the great hair, didn't he, Quinn Snyder? I didn't expect the Tigers to beat the Illini or my Kentucky Wildcats. Well, they beat them both and um, won by wide margin in both games. I mean, Kentucky just couldn't ever figure it out last night. So Missouri, uh, a lot of people were saying, well, they hadn't played anybody. Their schedule wasn't that good. Well, the one team that did beat them was Kansas. Kansas took them apart in Columbia, but they beat everybody else, and they beat Illinois in the bragging rights game, and now they've uh, walloped Kentucky in Columbia. So good for them, I guess. <laughs> just hard. To, it's just the Tigers. Something about Missouri Tigers. You know, as a Illini fan, it's like, really? So anyway, uh, 924. Allen's with us. Say good morning, Allen. But uh, rooting for uh, Michigan, not. Yeah, rooting for Missouri. Yeah, that was a tough one last night. Missouri or Kentucky? I just, you know, I'm kind of like. Didn't even know it played last night. <laughs> What's I that? I've seen that. Yeah, I no. Did, I didn't see the, I didn't even know they were scheduled last night. I would have watched it myself. But uh, I don't know. I'm wanting to get your thoughts on our team. Uh, mm-hmm. What we got to do. I, I don't think we have point guards that we need. If the guys that we want to get rid of, now I'm beginning to wish he was still here, and that's Corbello. He could break down the defense. I don't know that we got anybody can break down the defense. Well, he uh, he certainly, I mean, I think would have helped. I mean, obviously. I, I think um, it's hard to win with freshman point guards. I've had other guys, you know, Altenberger and Dion and other guys have told me it's just hard to win. Yet, I mean, they're talented, but, you know, with young point guards, that's – it's just hard. Well, why so. didn't we get a transfer guard then? Well, that I don't know, but um, – That would have maybe but, helped somewhat. But I, I think there's just a lot of cross-currents, really, because you've got, you know, your older players or guys that d- haven't played here with Brad in our system. You know, this is their only year, you know, and they're gone. Uh, so that's – you know, so that's – your leadership usually comes from your Trent Frazier's and Demonte Williams and those guys, and those guys aren't here. So your upperclassmen are guys that aren't from here and are only here for well, a short I listened, time. I listened to Lauren last night, and he says, well, Illinois has got too many forwards and not enough guards and uh, centers. He says, you usually got to have a real good guard and a real good center and then build a team with forwards around them. It says, Illinois has got too many forwards, and – it kind of seems that way. Well, I don't know. I I, I think that um, it's been like a little bit like they're coming off going through Kofi for three years. So it's a little bit they've changed their offense, and then they've kind of tweaked it again. And then the freshmen are kind of learning, and they're on their learning curve. And then the older guys, they're looking for leadership from the older guys, but they haven't been around here enough. So it's just kind of a um, – a situation where they got a lot of cross currents going on, and they got to get it all harnessed in the same direction. Well, they're trying point. to make a a point forward out of uh, Hawkins, and I don't think it's working. Mm. For one thing, he don't even look to take a shot anymore, and he's got to shoot a little bit. Now he's not even hardly taking any shots, and somebody's got to be able to shoot the ball. And I don't know what's happened to Melendez. I mean, that to me is shocking. I know he's been hurt, got a shoulder problem. But if he's hurting that much, don't play him until he's right. Because hmm. last year he was playing pretty good, 
for the most part. And this year, we're not getting anything out of him. Yeah, he helped win one of the Northwestern games uh, yeah. late last year. So, yeah, not not getting as much from him yet. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to shoot around today, so I'll see what you know what we learn. <laughs> kind of see what well, they. I see we're a twenty-eight point favorite, and I, I'd be shocked if we won by that much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Bethune Cookman. They've got a lot of transfers too from smaller schools, so it's um. Everybody does. Yeah, I mean their transfers are like from Sam Houston State, and you know this this small college and that one. So it's it's kind of interesting. But uh, and another guy we're forgetting about that we had last year was Grandison. Grandison would have helped mm-hmm. us too. Yep. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll get it together, but you know, it's just um, you. But still, it, it's the same team that you know rallied from 15 down to beat UCLA and beat Texas, and so I, I mean, they can certainly do it. But it seems like the team's got us figured out. Don't don't you agree? Somewhat. Oh, they you know, they start. Oh yeah, once you find out where your weakness is, they go after it. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. And boy, they went out there like piranhas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, especially when you get in the Big Ten, they're just not going to let you do what you want to do. Well, we had to counterattack somehow. I don't know how it's going to be. Yeah, well, that's why they make the big bucks to figure that out. Yeah, and we do, we just though. we just watch. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Have fun down there at Tampa Bay. It's going to be a little bit warmer than here, but uh, I'll take my fifty degrees this week. Yeah, sure. Fifty's not bad. Fifty-seven today. Yep. So. so it feels like I can get my shorts out at the end of the day. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Have fun. Th- thank you, sir. Appreciate Bye. it. 929 at DWS. You say 50, 50 degrees ain't bad, right? It's like in toy, uh, toy Story. 50 bucks ain't bad when they were selling Woody in the uh, garage sale. Uh, 929 at DWS. Take a break. Back in a moment. Nine thirty-two. On a penny for your thoughts. Ninety-three-nine FM News Talk fourteen hundred. Financial success for next year begins today. Now's the time to organize and plan your financial future. A few issues to consider as we hit the end of the year here in a couple of days. From the experienced professionals at Busey Wealth Management, tax planning, maximize your tax deductions across the board. Uh, the board, plan your tax strategy for next year. Charitable contributions can benefit your overall financial plan. College planning, you have a range of opportunities to save for your children and grandchildren. 529 plans, for example, offer tax breaks, lets you save over $250,000 per beneficiary. Retirement planning, evaluate when you'll be able to retire. Wealth transfer, effective estate planning can help preserve your assets, reduce taxes paid by your heirs, and unlock opportunities for future generations. Start year in planning today. The experienced professionals at Busey Wealth Management to stay financially fit throughout next year and beyond. 1-800-67-BUSEY. Another game from the year you were born. 1937 Monopoly. Original retail price, $2. If you were born in 1937, this was the top game. 
The world's most famous board game almost didn't come to be, according to legend. Parker Brothers first passed on Monopoly when it was pitched to them by creator Charles Darrow in 1933. 1936, Parker Brothers founder George Parker ordered a halt in production but changed his mind soon after. Good thing he did. 9.33, here is the latest from CBS News. Got a Bloomberg Money Minute. And back with more open line here up until 11. Get some highlights in on this great football season for the Illini in a little bit, too, in the 10 o'clock hour. But first this. Born in 1940, Red Rider BB gun is the top toy from uh, that year. The most, perhaps the most famous BB gun of all time. The Red Rider BB gun was modeled after Winchester rifles, named for a beloved fictional comic book hero. Naturally, most folks know it today as the toy the young narrator of a Christmas story pines after, only to be told repeatedly he'll shoot his eye out. <laughs> There you go. All right, 217-356-9397. We'll have a bowl uh, special uh, here as part of our uh, sports talk coverage coming up on uh, Friday night, uh, 4 to 6. And then we'll uh, have another uh, bowl special, part of a bowl bash radio show down in Tampa. That'll come up on Sunday night at 5, 5 to 6. We'll broadcast live from a, a location down in Tampa. And a lot of Illini fans on their way there are headed down there. We heard from uh, Barry Hauser yesterday. I think he was on with Ed and CW as well earlier this morning. Everybody's kind of heading that way. 9.37, uh, let's go to Mark. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, memories here. My wife and I went to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. No yeah, one. yeah, it was it was a very interesting trip, but uh, in the middle of the night, somebody threw the fire alarm in the hotel. Oh, <laughs> that was a mess. <laughs> that was the one in 84? Probably. Yeah. Okay. And uh, another funny thing, we were watching the parade, and, you know, there's a lot of horses in parades. And this group of probably 20-some horses come in, and, you know, parades back up, and they stopped right in front of us. And there were some bleachers there, but there was all kinds of blankets on each side of the street. And all of a sudden, one court horse decided it had to go to the bathroom. And then it's like eight of them did. Well, when you have a horse go to the bathroom on concrete, hmm. there's a runoff. And Rose oh, yeah. Crown, Yikes. people were running. It was hilarious. We had bleacher seats for that. <laughs> we never had a, a phone in the day. But, um, hey, I called, you know. I haven't heard anybody talking about the fact that the CIA admitted that they killed Kennedy. Are you aware of this? All right, you're going to have to educate me here. I don't. You mean the re yeah. recent release? The the CIA the, killed Kennedy. Where where did that come from? Uh, the papers, all the documentation from the Kennedy assassination was released here about a month ago, hmm. and in it is absolute proof that the CIA was behind his assassination. And that's got zero coverage. And I'm not just pulling this out. This is actual what went down. Um, just amazing. You know, if you think critical thinking, how in the world is this ignored by the mainstream media? 
well, wait, critical thinking says they're already bought and paid for because that's been proven through Twitter. You know, the government has actually taken total control of um, the people's minds, if you will, through social media of recent years. And it's it's a scary day we live in when we know for a fact that the government is no longer of, by, or for the people. And it's come out clearly, you know, Houston, we have a problem. Uh, so it's, it's just amazing what's going on in the world today when it comes to our government uh, lying to us and setting up a framework for total control, absolute total control. And I heard on the news when I was waiting that, uh, you know, this new China variant is now escaping the borders. That's not to be dismissed. So, you know. Okay. I wish you a happy new year, a great bowl. Tampa's a wonderful place to to hang out. You know, an hour from Tampa in any direction, there's a lot of good times. So Very good. Happy New Year. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Yep. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Nine forty at DWS. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking Lee Harvey Oswald, the CIA and L S D new clues and newly declassified documents is from December nineteen. Biden administration declassified a new clue last week to the relationship between Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA. Among the intersections between Oswald and the CIA, his time as a young Marine at a naval air facility in Japan, 1957, among them. That uh, Marine or naval air facility was a launching pad for U-2 spy flights over the Soviet Union. It was also a hub of the CIA's research into psychedelic drugs. Uh, let's see. CIA's role in Kennedy's assassination remains one of the great unsolved mysteries of the American history. Okay, well, we've been talking about JFK's death for how many years now? 60? Almost? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there were some documents released. Um, Anyway, you can you can if you Google uh, recently released Kennedy documents, uh, you can kind of see what some of the they thought maybe were connections. And again, that's been going on for sixty years. So, all right, uh, let's see. Hi, Brian. The Tigers are for real in basketball after the route against Kentucky. I would like to see a Tigers Boilermakers matchup. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Hi, Brian. Uh, the hand wringing over the basketball team is getting very old. Your left-handed call-in coaches just need to learn how to love a very expensive loser. <laughs> okay. Sorry for being a wet blanket. It is what it is now. All right, the texter says. Now, I it's too early to make those kind of conclusions. Um, I, I just think that teams just develop differently, and you're, you're in a different world these days with transfers that have to learn about the Illinois culture and the Illinois program, and this is how we do things here, and and you got to get used to it, and you need leadership. I mean, every coach that I've ever worked around, whether it's Self or Weber or John Gross or you know, now Brad Underwood, they've all said the same thing. If the leadership has to come from the coach, you've got a problem. I've had players tell me that over the years. 
And, um, you know, that's what Brad was emphasizing. Hey, we got to get our leaders or the guys and everybody on the team knows who it should be. And it seems like Taryn Shan- uh, Shannon, just reading on some of the articles in the News Gazette and elsewhere about about, uh, you know, Shannon reaching out to his teammates and getting feedback from them and so forth. So we'll see. Uh, but again, if, if, if the coach has to be, if it's only the coach's voice that's ever heard all the time, then, you know, you're not going to win as much. you got to have the guys under the coach, the experienced seniors, the upperclassmen, the, the guys with the most experience on the team to be the leaders of the team. And they say, nope, coach, you may not like it, but here's what coach wants done. And this is the way we do it. And, uh, you know, they're just looking for that. And and a freshman could be that eventually, but it's hard for a freshman to do that, to be your leader. So it's got to come from somebody a little older. And, uh, you know, it's just different. So we'll see. They'll get it figured out. I'm very confident of that. But uh, they're about where – you know, I, I I expected to beat Missouri. I did not expect to get beat like you know like that by Missouri. Missouri's better than people thought, but they're a brand new team too. They're a bunch of transfers, and that's what's uh, the world we live in now. You get that transfer portal. You throw guys together. You're not sure what you're going to get, good or bad. In Missouri's case, it's pretty good. But um, teams kind of come together differently, and it, they usually figure it out. Hopefully, anyway, and that's what's what that's what I've seen over the years. All right, nine forty-five. So enjoy it, and I think we get a sellout tonight. A lot of people in town, of course, visiting family and friends. People that we take it for granted. We're here all the time, and it's like, yeah, we can go to the game anytime we want. But if you if you if you don't live around here, and you only get to see the Illini once in a while, and if you're visiting family, and here's your chance, that's how you get a sellout on a game like tonight. Nine forty-five. Back to Penny in a moment. Back on a penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Good to have you with us here this morning. All right, 217-356-9397. I had a page here I was looking at that disappeared. I'm trying to get that back. All right, 947, now 948. Okay, uh, let's see here. Hope you had a Merry Christmas, the listener says, and a Happy New Year. Yes, looking forward to that. Safe travels down south. Go Illini in basketball and football, David and Philo says. Good morning, Brian. When do you think us Illini fans will know who the new 2023 quarterback will be for Illinois football? Well, I would think we would hear something at some point soon after the bowl game. I would assume they'd want to get somebody in here for spring football. I would think. So it's got to be fairly soon, but we thought we had the one guy that went to Kentucky, and then there's another guy that we thought we had. He think he's going to Purdue. So I don't know. There's names that pop up. And it's uh, it's almost uh, recruiting and uh, transfer portals and following who might come and who may not come is like trying to follow a, um, a squirrel in the, uh, in the park. He's over here. He's over here. He's up here. He's in the tree. He's dropped down here. 
it's uh, it'll wear you out after a while. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer will be. The is my honest answer to the question. But hopefully, we'll, they'll get somebody. We didn't know anything about Tommy DeVito a year ago, so he turned out pretty good. All right, uh, let's see here. Jim says, Mark's favorite tactic is to put out some outlandish statement out there and then ask, are you aware of this? I have to turn off the station every time I hear his voice, Jim says. Uh, Mark probably gets his medical advice from Google as well. Did Mark or you actually read those Kennedy documents yourselves? No, the Internet is full of liars. I just Googled the um, story that said uh, basically the details of what the documents were about, but I have not read them wire to wire, no. And like I said, they've been talking about the Kennedy assassination since it happened. So, I mean, there's just some people believe that they're just going to believe that this is what happened, and, you know, and it, I don't know what you do with it. It was 60 years ago. And, you know, we can't go back in time and fix it. Uh, with young horses like we have and the need to give guys playing time, they want, we need to press every shot through the entire game. Defense rattles the team and press will lead to turnovers. It will also wear a team down. As with our depth, we can always keep fresh legs on the floor. Every team down will press at the end of the game and are usually successful. That shows the merit of the press. Keep that pressure on the whole game and your opponent will wear down. I remember Nolan Richardson at Arkansas in his 40 minutes of hell press. Yeah, that's what it was known as. And they had the athletes and the depth to do it. And not every team does. And it's, it's kind of a – I think Illinois uses their press more to make you chew up 10, 12, 15 seconds so – you have less time to actually get into your offense at the other end. And some presses, or Nolan Richardson's press, was to just flat out get steals. I mean, they just wouldn't let you. They were like the 85 Bears defense. They just were relentless. All right, 217-351-5357 is the text line. That's been pretty busy today on this Thursday. 9.51, another timeout. Back with more Penny for your thoughts here. We've got the news coming up at the top of the hour. We'll do a few uh, football highlights, relive some of the great moments from this past year a little bit in hour number two and continue to take your phone calls, emails, and texts up until the end of the show at 11. Tomorrow we'll do an hour of open line, and in the 10 o'clock hour tomorrow, it's the last uh, hour of the last Friday of the month and of the year for that matter. We'll do our flashback Friday in the 10 o'clock hour. 9.52, back after this. couple more toys or gifts, I guess, from the year you were born. You were born in 1942. The top uh, toy that year was a book, actually, Little Golden Books. Original estimated retail price, 25 cents. Little Golden Books launched in 1942 as a series of children's books that were low in cost with big on story. The series offered the perfect escape from dreary World War II-era reality. 
For the initial run, Simon & Schuster released only 12 titles that sold more than a million copies within the first five months. Suffice to say, the series only expanded from there. 1943, if you were born then, Little Green Army Men. The pint-sized soldiers had pods at their feet to keep them upright. You remember them. Uh, let's see here. 1945, just skipping ahead. Slinky, original retail price a dollar. Mechanical engineer Richard James, busy devising a spring in 1943 to steady boat equipment at sea. He knocked some prototypes to the ground and noticed how they walked forward instead of toppling. Came up with the idea for a new novelty toy. The Slinky, two years later, delivered their first order to Gimbel's department store in Philadelphia. With Christmas right around the corner, 400 Slinkies stole, uh, sold instantly, followed by 250 million more over the next seven decades. Some of the greatest inventions are by accident. All right, 956. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. Hope you had a good holiday. Yeah, hope you did too. Oh, I couldn't complain. Couldn't complain. It was really nice. Um, one of my biggest thing when I watched it, watched the basketball team, the uh, um, the spark plug to me. I, I hear everybody's name, but if you notice, I don't know how how his foul is. You know, foul trouble. But I watch Epps a lot, mm-hmm. and he can go inside, he can go outside. But if you watch his defense. It sort of reminds me of Nolan Richardson team because he gets up in these guys' face. Now, he may draw a few fouls because I looked at the last game with Missouri. Everybody was getting in foul trouble, and they would back off. And I'm like, wait a minute, you still got to play the game. But I noticed Epp, he would be right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. And the kids can get inside and outside. But I'm like you, once they get that team concept, and I know some of these guys are going to leave, but – if they learn, okay, this this guy's going to be over here, I'm going to be right here. They watch their team and keep running. I watched uh, when they played UCLA. I'm at UCLA come out running. And next thing you know, a line that's running with them. Mm-hmm. Well, Missouri stood out there. They Missouri started playing for a minute like the old West Compton team, you know. And then all of a sudden they just shot out a box. And a line I like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> So I like I like the way Epp get up in their face and play, and uh, but I think they're gonna get it together. It, it's just a big struggle. You don't have that leadership on the court. And mm-hmm. I tell you, everybody can take a page out of Phil Jackson book. And like he said, when he got Michael Jordan out there, Pippen, and then you got Dennis Rodman out there, just let them play. Yeah, they'll figure it out. It ain't <laughs> the coach. You gotta take it. Oh, by the way. Um, I was hoping to go up to the Great White North and uh, venture to see uh, this hero we got now. Trump said we need a superhero. Well, we finally got one. It's the orange jumpsuit. (laughs) Able to catch any criminal. Orange jumpsuit is something else. It can put you where you need to be if you're a criminal. (laughs) Take care. All right. Thanks. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Anybody buy the uh, Trump non-NFT, the non-fungible token? They sold out, apparently. Uh, 9.58 at uh, DWS. Somebody asked what the toy was for 1944. Soap bubbles and bubble blowers. Original estimated retail price, 10 cents. 
Nowadays, we might be wary of a company called ChemToy, but parents in the early 40s had no problem purchasing bottles of the company's soapy solution to give children a new favorite pastime, blowing bubbles. Like uh, today, most of the kids back then used bubble wands for the activity. So, yeah, that's uh, 1944. You were born there. And they say, thank you. We like, we love your show. Like your show. Very good. Love it or like it. We're glad you're with us here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. So glad you're there with us as well. We'll do some more of this, just kind of easing our way to the end of the year. We'll have our flashback Friday tomorrow in the 10 o'clock hour. Today in the 10 o'clock hour, we live some of the, the big moments, our little highlight uh, montage package that Adam, our producers, put together. The whole thing runs about 17 minutes, but I, I didn't want to chew up 17 minutes of time. So we'll uh, we'll chop it up a little bit here over the next couple of days, okay? All right, the news coming up next at uh, 10 o'clock, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana at the Tone, 10 o'clock Central. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Travel is still a mess for people across the country today trying to get anywhere. So I've had two flights canceled. So then we tried to get a train and the train was booked. And then we tried to get a Greyhound bus and that was booked. So we've got a rental car. But then when we came here, it was a five hour wait to maybe get a rental car. Thousands more flights have been canceled today, most by Southwest Airlines. Corliss King represents Southwest flight attendants. Something that we have consistently pushed management for is improvements in our technology. The Department of Transportation is investigating how the airlines handled all this chaos. And let's not forget about all that luggage in limbo. From Dallas. Our work computers are in it, the car seat for the baby, all their clothes. To Philadelphia. They're saying that they don't have the staff to unload and give it back. It's been crazy. We have no luggage. Apparently, as we're told, is keep all your receipts from Southwest and they're going to reimburse us. Many passengers who managed to snag rental cars are simply giving up on their luggage. That's CBS's Kimmy McCormick reporting. Buffalo, New York is slowly digging itself out of a deadly weekend blizzard. CBS's Jared Hill is there. Buffalo's mayor announced the driving ban had been lifted overnight. 100% of residential streets having gotten at least one pass from a snowplow. I'm asking people to still be cautious. Some residents went out to restock their supplies, but were limited in what they could find at the grocery store. Officials are now warning that homes could flood as all that snow starts to melt. Russia attacked several regions in Ukraine today with more missiles. This is the latest in a series of strikes targeting vital infrastructure across Ukraine. Ukrainian officials say they switched off the electricity for a bit to try to minimize potential damage. In Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu has returned to power for a record sixth time as his government was sworn in this morning. More now from CBS's Remy Innocencio. Mr. Netanyahu's party has already vowed to expand Jewish settlements in disputed regions. That includes the West Bank, and the White House has voiced opposition to this because the West Bank is seen as a territorial core, if you will, for a future Palestinian state. The Red Cross says the need for blood donations is now critical. CBS's Michael George. The American Red Cross says there's an urgent call for donors, with someone in the U.S. needing blood or platelets every two seconds. The Red Cross is giving out long sleeve t-shirts through January 2nd to those who donate. 
Winter is a really challenging time for donations since many folks are usually out busy celebrating the holidays. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash CBS22 or use code CBS22. Hi, I'm Anthony Imperato, president of Henry Repeating Arms. Patriotic Americans are looking to protect and provide for their families now more than ever. For your home and in the field, there is a Henry that is right for you. We have over 200 Henry rifles and shotguns to choose from in a variety of calibers and finishes, all backed by our lifetime guarantee and my personal guarantee for your 100% satisfaction. You have my word that Henry repeating arms are made in America, always will be, or they won't be made at all. I invite you to visit HenryUSA.com to order a free catalog, decals, and a list of Henry dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com or call 1-800-958-4993. Thank you and God bless America. Florida officials are threatening. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. On a penny for your thoughts here on this Thursday, this week is typically slower, I think, for a lot of folks. A lot of people are off in between Christmas and New Year's. Not all, but just seems like a lot. And we're just kind of easing our way into the end of the week. Uh, there will be a show tomorrow, of course. I'll do an open line at 9. We'll do our flashback Friday at 10. The topic to be determined. We'll figure it out. And then... Uh, Next week, Monday, there will be no show because we'll have a line-eye game day coverage at 9 and the kickoff of the bowl game against Mississippi State. Third ever meeting, by the way, between the two schools. But we'll have it for you at 11 o'clock with a kick. 11.03, I think, is what Steve tells me. The exact kick time is for the Relia Quest, the old Outback Bowl. Illinois played in this bowl game in January of 91. Lost to Clemson. It was in the old Tampa Stadium, the old Sombrero, as they called it. The big Sombrero, I think is what Chris Berman called it. The one the Buccaneers played in when they started years ago in the creamsicle uniforms. Remember that? But it was in that stadium, and Clemson won that game. Illinois and Mississippi State played in Mike White's first year, 1980. And Mississippi State won the game, 28-21. I think they scored in a variety of ways. A fumble recovery, interception return. Part of Mike White's first year. That was the last meeting, 1980. And then there was a meeting Red Grange was playing, and it was against Mississippi A&M is what they were known as back then, 1923. So those are the two meetings, Illinois and uh, Mississippi State. I think Illinois won the one in 23, 1923. That's 100 years ago. So here we go. All right, uh, 217-356-9397 is the number. Text line at 217-351-5357, and you can email us, talk at wdws.com. 
had a texter was asking about the uh, toy for the year 1944. And I'm just what I'm doing is I've just found a. These were the top toys of each of the years that you were born. And if you if you want to text in the year you're born, you can do that, and I'll look it up. Because I forget, I don't know how long it goes. There's a hundred pages of it, so you can certainly do that along the way. And I'll throw in some as I go here uh, today as well. At uh, ten eleven. All right, uh, Adam Austin, our producer, put together our highlight uh, packages for this year. And we usually try to do a montage, especially when there's a really exciting season, as there was this year. And he put some to music, and we roll out a little montage. And uh, the entire montage goes for the whole season. There were a lot of really good highlights. goes about 17 minutes. We, I don't want to chew up 17 minutes right now, but we can chew up four maybe. And here's uh, highlights from the first three games of the year. Wyoming, Indiana, and Virginia. Illinois went 2-1 and one in those games. Of course, the game at Indiana. Still can't figure out we lost to them in Bloomington, but we did. But 2-1 uh, and one in that stretch. And here's how some of the highlights sounded starting the year of this year 22 for the Illini football team. And DeVito from his own 48, hands to Brown, big hole right side, 40, 35, 30, 20, cuts back at the 15 before they grab him. And a big gainer and a big first down. Chase Brown points to the south and says a first down on one carry. Pat Bryant in motion all the way down inside the red zone already. DeVito with a lob to the end zone. It is caught. Chase Brown, two plays, touchdown, I kind of like this offense. Oh, I love it. Here's the snap and a short pitch to Brown. He's got the first down. 45-40. Still on his feet. Cut back 35. And another first down, Illinois. And a big gainer for Chase Brown. He's going to have 100 yards here by the half. Hand off Brown. He's on his feet. He's free. Touchdown. Chase Brown. Touchdown, Illinois. 11 yards out. Boy, once he got clear of the line, he was gone. From their own 36, Beasley throwing deep left, yeah. and it's going to be picked off. Intercepted Illinois, and then Whittlesmooth's got it. 50, 45, 40, still on his feet, 30, 20, and out of bounds. Vito with a gun, Brown to his left, two receivers right, from the 8 of Wyoming. Throw, far side, right. caught, Pat Bryant, touchdown Illinois. Intercepted by Illinois at the 40, left sideline 30, and out of bounds. Kendall Smith, the free safety, and there's the turnover you wanted on the first series of the second half. First and 10 at the 16, DeVito throws left. This is Hightower with a catch of the five, down to the goal line, dives the pylon, touchdown time they won't take it away from Hightower and the Illini march down the field 16 yard pass got to hold him off here third and nine showing some blitz here they come Basilak in trouble Chase rolls right and he's grabbed and he's thrown out of bounds oh Johnny Newton's been a wrecking crew tonight big number four strikes again 
Kemp is deep. Rush on. Robertson stays in there, gets it away. Kemp slips. Now gets up, makes the catch. Running back. All right, so there's the first one. little segment about three and a half minutes long or so from the Wyoming-Indiana-Virginia games this year. We'll have a little more coming up a little later in the hour. Kind of cool to relive uh, those moments from this uh, great season that results in a uh, January bowl game in Florida. First one of those in 30 years for Illinois. Maybe you were at that one all those years ago. All right, 217-356-9397. Interesting question here at uh, 1016. Where can people recycle a CPAP machine in central Illinois? Now, there is a great open line question. I don't know. Would that be a typical recycled place or not? Where, where can people recycle a CPAP machine in central Illinois? All right. So you can help me out with that one. Uh, Good morning, Brian. January 1st is coming. The Safety Act is vague at best, especially what will happen with those who are presently incarcerated. When asked, almost every legislature has answered, I don't know or I'm not sure. At the same time, if someone kicks my front door in and I defend myself, chances are I'm going to jail. Crazy. Part of the concealed carry education is what will happen if you use your weapon and it's not pleasant. The The best way to not end up in jail is to play by the rules. Simple, a listener says. Well, we'll see what happens uh, with this. And again, a uh, judge in Kankakee ruled uh, at least a portion of the uh, Safety Act, the part we've talked about, the pretrial uh, fairness portion of it, unconstitutional. What that means going forward, we'll see. But I know uh, Champaign County is preparing either way. And I don't. they were not part of the, uh, the lawsuit. Uh, there were several counties out of the 102. I, was it half? 60 or so, I know, of Vermilion County and a few others around were a part of that. And so right now, uh, we'll see what the Attorney General does. Uh, could ask The Attorney General could ask the Supreme Court to stay the ruling, so the whole state's operating under the same uh, system. Or they could stay implementation of the uh, PFA, or they could do nothing, which uh, might uh, cause some chaos in some communities. I think if you look at Aurora, they're in four different counties. So uh, I think Champaign County, we'll just see what happens. Um, I don't think it's a big percentage of the uh, population here that would be affected by this, but I know they're working with everybody, the judges and the public defenders and everything, everybody else to um, be prepared either way. So don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see what happens with the Attorney General. Should get some more news today. 1018 at uh, Newstalk 1400 and 93.9 FM on a penny for your thoughts. Let me get another timeout in at 1018 back in a moment. Ten twenty-one on a penny for your thoughts as we uh, join you today. <clears throat> Excuse me. On this uh, Thursday, got a basketball game tonight. All our game day coverage.
The game is at 7.30. It's an odd time, so just remember that. Is it 7 or 8? It's 7.30, halfway in between. During our pregame coverage uh, here on the AM and the FM, uh, our sister station, Light Rock 97.5 at 5.30. AM, DWS, will go to women's basketball at 6.15. They play up in Madison tonight. And if you want to stay with, if you want to listen in on the women's game, you can do that with Mike Coon, of course, here. If you want to hear all the pregame for the men, and then the start of the men's game, go to Light Rock 97.5, and then uh, DWS will rejoin after the women's game is done. And hopefully we get a win for both teams tonight. Uh, 10-22. One leftover item from uh, yesterday. People had asked about uh, Carl and Aetna. There was, remember, they reached an agreement, and then people were saying, well, did, I never heard that they... They actually finalize everything. Now, I'm told that uh, state retirees will be seen. All claims will be treated as in-network. The state retirees will not see a difference. So the agreement is in place, and retirees should rest easy, is what I'm told. And uh, my dad said he just got his Aetna card. They were on United, and now he's got an Aetna card, so I assume that means everything's good. So, But that's uh, the latest I've heard on that. I've checked with a couple of experts on that. So hopefully that's uh, mind-easing for you here. All right, 10-23. Uh, Brian, you just said you can't figure out how Illinois lost the Indiana football game. No, I can't. This listener says, I believe it was the coach's call of being on the one-yard line first and goal, trying four times and not scoring when he should have kicked a field goal. Lost that game by a field goal. Well, mathematically, you're correct. But uh, I think there were not only that time, but you're right. I mean, you, you, you know, should, should have been able to score um, and tried to get in and didn't. But there were other times we were down there. The, it, the two things that got us in that game was the inability to score anything or much of anything in the red zone and also all the penalties. And we let Indiana hang around. And then the next thing you know, they're driving at the end of the game and they score with less than a minute to go. And they win. But my wife and I went on a trip. We went down to Florida right after that game for Labor Day. And the whole trip, early on in that trip, I kept thinking, how did we lose that game? I don't understand. We dominated everything but lost. <laughs> that was statistically, it was all Illinois. But the penalties and inability to score in the red zone cost them a game. You think about that game, and you think Michigan were one play away, uh, one stop away from winning that game at Michigan, and you're that you're ten and two, and you're probably even in a bigger bowl. Ten twenty four at uh, DWS. Uh, John is with us. Good morning, John. Good morning, uh, Brian. Uh, thank you so much for the show, and happy New Year coming up. I wish the Etna and Carl thing would go away. I am not at all content with what you just stated. Um, I've been trying for a couple days to find out what is going on. I do know that everybody says, oh, it's, everything's going to be hunky-dory. But, and Carl has said, quote, unquote, we have an agreement if there is a signed contract. They've never declined to say anything other than that. And I've been trying for the last two days to find out if, in fact, a contract has been signed. 
Yeah. And nobody will tell me. Well, I've been told that it has been signed. Okay. How come have... nobody will tell us the exact date it was signed? Well, that I don't know. But um, so. anyway, that's what people tell me <laughs> So that are pretty close to okay. it. So. Okay. Well, how close? Because that's what we need to get somebody that is actually a CEO or a CFO somebody from mm. Carl that says, yes, it has been signed and this is the date. Mm. Okay. I canceled, mm. I canceled a procedure. I'm supposed to have a heart monitor put on January 4th. I canceled mm. that yesterday because I'm not, I don't have anybody to, uh, I, I can't pay for the thing myself. Sure. Yeah. No, those, that would be really expensive. Um, and I need the heart monitor. Sure. So. Well, um, I'm just telling you what people have told me. So, I mean, um, but I know you got a, you got a financial decision to make there, so you can't, you know, you can't risk it if you don't know, but no, and, but, uh, and nobody is willing to be, you know, upfront with everything at well, you have insurance. I said, yeah. If I want to drive a hundred miles and Carl, they don't say anything, hmm. but. And Edna won't even say whether, even if we are in network, if if it'll be covered because they say, oh, you're not a member yet. You're not a member until, until January 1st. So they, they can't even t- talk about things mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, no, I I get your frustration because my wife and I have run into a little bit of that ourselves on different things. So, um, you know, some things that you think would be easy that, oh, no, that's denied. Well, it wasn't coded right or whoever entered it didn't put it yeah. in right or or it was something i mean uh, there's you know i don't know but so if, anyway. if yeah, i wish somebody listening from carl would get on and say yes this in fact is the date that it was signed and i have seen the signed contract all right well very good thank I, you i appreciate it thank yep. you thank you john yep um i don't know if yeah, I don't know what else to tell you, but that's what I'm told is that uh, state retirees will be seen and all claims will be treated as in-network is what uh, my contact has said. And so the agreement's in place and retirees should rest easy. That's about all I can do um, is tell you that. So 1028, but if they want to uh, do that, you know, someone come on and say that, they can certainly do that. Uh, 217-356-9397. I rewatched the Indiana game after beating Iowa. Uh, Let's see. I I rewatched the Indians game. You mean Indiana game after beating Iowa and Wisconsin. Our offensive line did not play well. The left tackle was out hurt. They slid everyone down, put in a new center, and it really disrupted the blocking schemes. Okay, well, the Indiana game was before the Iowa game in Wisconsin, so maybe you're meaning in that game itself that's what happened. All right, uh, 217-356-9397 here on an open line. We've got some news headlines coming up. Hutchcraft Van Service, they're a winning team for sure. They got a great line of trucks, vans, and trailers, lift uh, gate trucks and trailers for heavy items, special commodity drivers for transporting high-value equipment. They can uh, relocate household goods and storage capabilities there for you, office relocation, 
short-term and summer storage for students. Maybe you're looking for something like that. Or you just need to move. Got a great supply of trucks and vans to take care of that for you. They moved us about three times here at our radio center. Three radio stations on air 24-7 and moved them all around. And got us uh, where we needed to be and up and running in a very nice fashion. One of the best moving companies, we think they're the best here locally, but one of the best moving companies in Illinois. We began this family-owned business back in the 40s, jumped in with United Van Lines in the 50s. And they're located here in the heartland of Illinois, 1614 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana, 2130 West College Avenue over in Normal. Give them a call, 217, delightful people, by the way, 217-328-3333. All right, 1030, news headlines coming up here in a uh, couple of minutes. All right, some more uh, toys here. 1947, Tonka Trucks. If you were born in 1947... The original estimated retail price was a dollar. It was named after, named after Lake Minnetonka, founded by three Minnesotans who were going into business in garden equipment manufacturing when they bought out a competitor and inadvertently wound up with a toy steam shovel. They looked at making toys. Soon, the digger, with along with a functional crane and Clam sold 37,000 units. The men forgot about the garden tools and refocused their attention entirely on toy work vehicles for kids. The Tonka Trucks, 1947. 1948, if you were born then, Toy Piano. Anybody have one of those? Contrary to most modern uh, toy pianos, which are relatively small and plastic, 1940 toy pianos, much bulkier and finished with materials like walnut. Hmm. 1949, Clue. Original estimated price, $3. The board even inspired a 1985 movie. All right. The Magic 8-Ball, if you were born in 1950. The item was created by Albert Carter, the son of a professional psychic. Along with his brother-in-law, he unsuccessfully marketed several incarnations of the psychoseer before passing away in 1948. In 1948, his brother-in-law subsequently redesigned the product to the one we see today. Hmm. All right. Texter says, my dad got me a big Hot Wheels set in the 1960s. I think he wanted them as much as I did. He kept one of the cars for himself so his five-year-old wouldn't ruin it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, 1032. If you want to send me the year you were born, I'll look up your toy. Or you can just wait for it. I'm kind of working my way through the decades. 1032. CBS News here at the bottom of the hour. Give a few more um, football highlights to relive some of the exciting moments of this last football season here in a bit. Here's CBS. Anybody been uh, flying southwest lately? Have you, uh, did you make it through okay? A lot of their flights canceled today again. I think 58% of their overall flights. So um, that's interesting. 217 356 
saw a list of people that we said uh, farewell to this year. It's an interesting list of folks that passed away in uh, 2022, headlined by Queen Elizabeth, of course, Madeleine Albright, Mikhail Gorbachev, Sidney Poitier, Bob Saget, Takeoff, Aaron Carter, Ronnie Spector, Meatloaf, uh, let's see here. Gilbert Gottfried passed away this year. Orrin Hatch, the former senator. Olivia Newton-John. Ken Starr, among those. Ash Carter, former defense secretary. Christine McVie. Taylor Hawkins. Noodle. Some of the folks that passed away in the last year. All right, uh, 217-356-9397. Let's see here. Somebody asked, did I miss 1946? All right, 1946. Toy was Lionel Trains. Original estimated retail price, $30. If you were born in 1946, that was the toy of the year. Lionel Train ads promised to make a boy feel like a man and a man feel like a boy. Marketing. Painstaking authenticity and the ability to make trains go various speeds made Lionel Trains the brand of choice among children, collectors, and train enthusiasts nationwide. The company started in the early 1900s, slumped during the Great Depression, and halted production during World War II. The year 1946 marked the company's full production run after the war and kicked off a major resurgence in popularity. Okay. 217-356-9397. 217-351-5357. Email talk at WDWS.com. 1037. Hi, Brian. Greetings from New Orleans. 74 and absolutely beautiful down in New Orleans. Yeah, this is the time of the year to be in New Orleans. Listening to Penny for your thoughts on the road. So we appreciate that. Thank you for the uh, text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Way down in New Orleans, or Nolans, as they say. Uh, summertime there, it's a little hot. It's not more than a, it's not a little hot. It's a lot hot. I did a lot of baseball games down in New Orleans and um, sweat through my score sheets. I can tell you that. Ten thirty-eight at uh, DWS. Someone says born in nineteen forty-eight. What was the popular toy in forty-eight? Did I give that one? Nineteen forty-eight. Yeah, toy piano. Hmm. All right. Don't know if you got one of those. 1950, the Magic Ball. 1951, Color Forms. Original cost, 25 cents. Colorful vinyl. Hmm. Kids adored them. Being able to afford paint was never an issue again. 1952, Mr. Potato Head. Hoping to get kids to eat foods they didn't like, the inventor... George Lerner developed a set of face parts that could be used to personify, uh, personify spuds and vegetables. The face parts initially included as bonus toys and boxes of cereal. Mr. Potato Head was born, soon followed by Mrs. Potato Head and a range of other characters. And of course, Toy Story took it to a whole nother, whole nother level. 1953, a model car, retail price $1 to $2.00. 
By the 1950s, they've become a hobby among young boys and older men alike. Most model cars made of materials like tin, steel, and die-cast zinc. 1954, Scrabble was the toy of the year. An out-of-work architect and created a game during the Depression where lettered tiles were assigned points in a crossword puzzle-style grid. He came up with names for the games like Crisscross Words and Lexico before licensing the idea to James Bruneau, who called it Scrabble. By 1954, a company called Selco and Ryder owned the rights, which were sold to Hasbro and marketed with great success. So that box I'm looking at here looks like one my grandmother had. Yeah, 1954 Scrabble box. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, 1040. Somebody asked about 1941. All right. They were taking clothes out of their dryer, and they missed it. Okay. I'll go back here. I got pages of these. Uh, 1941. Toy of the year was a beach ball. Original estimated retail price, five cents for a beach ball. The perfect accessory for any water-based activity, the inflatable beach ball, was supposedly invented by a California man named Jonathan DeLong. While most current-day beach balls are fairly big, the original could supposedly fit in the palm of one's hand. That's interesting. All right, 1041 at uh, DWS on a, a penny for your thoughts. Let me get a timeout here, do some more highlights, come back with some more phone calls, emails, and texts here in a little bit. First, this T.O. All right, Roost by Roger, one of our sponsors here. If you're looking to get on their schedule to get some roof work done next year, nobody wants to think about getting a roof. It's like changing your tires on your car. I mean, and this is a much bigger deal than that. But uh, if you're worried about the cost, you can do some financing through the folks at Roost by Roger. Go to Roost by Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R, dot com. Uh, they do have the winter services, of course. Uh, not as much roof work being done right now, but... Uh, siding, gutters, gutter guards, and windows. They can help with that. Give a call at 217-834-3800 and talk to our man uh, Roger Ochiltree. Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R. Roger Ochiltree and the folks at Roofs by Roger, one of our great sponsors. They're all great. Here on A Penny for Your Thoughts, 1043. Let me get uh, this call in real quick. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Yes, sir. Brian, when I was a kid, we had Mr. Potato Head. Yes. And I remember I got the plastic car, and you had to put a real spud on his, uh, on the, you had a shaft you jabbed the potato on. And, and back then, the potatoes didn't come as quickly, you know, through the shipping as they do today. And a lot of times, the potatoes had eyes on them. You had to put, uh, peel the eyes off sure you, you know boy and cry i'd put that in my my uh box until the the potato was starting to crinkle up and turn black <laughs> on the edges i think that's why they got rid of the the real spud potato <laughs> but yeah uh, i can't i can't Mr. i can't tell you how many potatoes i uh, sprouted by the way yeah took the sprouts off go ahead i'm sorry i was just thinking about that 
Yeah, the real real Mr. Potato Head, the the original, you had to use a real spud on it. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I had this little Jeep and had a little spike on the top of it. You just jam that potato on there and put the eyes in and the ears and the, the hat, a little mouth, you know, yep. pipe or whatever. Yep, yep. Kind of, kind of like a snowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you're talking about Mr. Potato Head, and I, I got to thinking about how back in the day you had to use the real thing. Wow. Well, that's a, that's a great story. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. All right, some great moments uh, here this year. Let's go to our second highlight package that Adam put together for us. These would be the games from Virginia again, Chattanooga. And Wisconsin up at Camp Randall, all wins. Again, this goes about, I don't know, three minutes roughly or so. And here you go from this year, football. DeVito, short drop, throw left, got a man open on the pace. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Michael Marquez, open on the left side, busted coverage, touchdown First and 10, Illinois on the penalty at the Virginia 45. Back to pass DeVito. Pocket holds. Throws deep right. Looking for a man right. Sideline. Got him. And Bryant. Pat Bryant with a catch at the two-yard line. Down the right sideline. That was as pretty a pass as you'll see. Right over the top of the defender. All the way down to the two. A gain of 38. DeVito under center, couple of tight ends, turns, fakes to Brown, dumps to the end zone, man wide open, touchdown! Touchdown, Illinois, Tip Ryman! And the Illini are using the tight ends for touchdowns today. Pace has one, Ryman has one, and the Illini lead is 20-3 over Virginia. First and goal at the nine in the red zone. Brought to you by Carl in the gun. DeVito gives to Chase Brown around the left end. Cuts up five to the goal line. Still surging. He's in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Illinois. Nine yards, Chase Brown. Third rushing touchdown of the year for Chase. With Brown to his right, back to pass, throws to the right, quick header to the right. Isaiah Williams turns up field, 45, 40, down the right sideline, he might score! He will! Touchdown! Touchdown, Illinois! Man, is he fast! Turn the corner at midfield, rambles 63 yards, a streak up the right sideline. Touchdown, Illinois, 30 to nothing, Illini. Wisconsin 1, leading 14 to 10. 10 and a half to go in the third quarter. Into the teeth of that student section. In their red, they spread the field. Quarterback keeper, DeVito, across the line. He's three for three. Touchdown, Illinois. And the Illini lead at Madison by 10, with 10 24 to go in the third. DeVito behind that big offensive line surges ahead. And a touchdown, Illinois, 20-10, the Illini lead over Wisconsin. It'll be a 31-yard attempt by Caleb Griffin to extend the Illinois lead to 34-10. 
Snap back. Kick is up. And the kick is good. Yes. Well, not yeah, 100%, good. but he's hit a couple. 31 yards on the field goal. That one from 31, a previous one from 44. And as we said earlier, just keep scoring, and the Illini are doing that. 34 to 10. is in the gun on third and long. Here comes the heat. He is in trouble and he is out of trouble. Now he throws and it's intercepted. Intercepted by the Illini. Near midfield. Nicholson gets the pick. And the Illini have their second interception of the game as Burks was running for his life back there. And he threw a really bad pass right to Nicholson near midfield. The Illini have a chance now on the Badger side of the field to take the lead. All right, those were all three wins, by the way, Virginia, Chattanooga, and Wisconsin. More of this uh, coming up tomorrow, 10.50. Let's get the current news on all of the uh, sports action out there. A lot of bowl games, a lot of crazy games last night. Here's our buddy Brent. All right, on Penny for your thoughts, 10.53 here at uh, DWS. We'll continue or we'll do some more tomorrow, too, running through some of the uh, toys of the year based on the year you were born. Uh, let's go to John. Good morning here at 10.53. How are you, sir? Hey, just doing fine, Brian. How about yourself? Good, good. Getting, re- getting ready for a big trip. Great success for you down there. Thank you. Uh, Brian, I have been concerned uh well, about a number of things, but one of the things that's really been bugging me is uh, the strategic oil supply. And at the time, it escapes me, the, but it's in the millions and, and maybe millions and millions of barrels of oil that we have as, as strategic. And I stress that word strategic, and I it scares me that sometimes uh, that maybe the president doesn't know what strategic means. But he he's not given away, but he's gotten rid of half of our strategic oil supply as of a month or so ago. And I could not for the life of me figure out what has happened to oil prices, uh, gas prices. And it just didn't make sense. Well, I found out that that we are now buying oil from Venezuela, which is communist-backed nation. Uh, but they they discovered uh, some huge uh, deposits, and they're selling oil now, and we're buying it from them. But there's a little country. Mm, the name escapes me now. My old brain is is <laughs> failing me right today. But uh, it's it's next door to there's a north and south of that little country, and they also have uh, discovered oil. Not ye- it's not Yemen, is it? No, no, no. no huh? okay. it, 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 it's right by Venezuela. Okay. It's oh, by South Venezuela. America, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should have okay. said that. Yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, we're not we're not buying it from them, and they're and they're part of us. Hmm. It just amazes me. But the primary question was, 
what has happened to our strategic oil. He he gave it to people. I shouldn't say gave because he probably didn't get any money, but I think he sold it to uh, uh, like Croatia and people that were being shorted by Russia. Hmm. And, and yeah. well, I, I just scares me to death. Yeah, I, I, what I grew up always le- feeling was, you know, that you use the strategic oil reserve for like real dire emergencies. That's what correct. I mean, and it, what's happening in the world is important stuff, but it's it's not like you know, we we need oil like now. I mean, that, that's what that stuff is for. I think yeah, our very no, our very survival depends on it uh, in in the times of uh, uh, God hope not, but war things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you you'll do anything for it. it; it shuts you down. But to but to just let other countries have it, like hey, we don't need it, and he was going to fill it up when the price went back. He was going to rebuild it after the price mm-hmm. went back down. Well, uh, hundred dollar oil for a while is is going to be commonplace, mm. you know, or, or thereabouts. But I remember uh, people thought I was nuts, and they probably were right, but they, uh, I, I was right on this. They, When oil was down $28 a barrel, and you, you somebody else would have to tell me when it was, or I'd have to Google it. But uh, I'm going to say three or four years ago, I said I would love to see oil get up to $40 a barrel mm. because this uh, we cannot afford to refine it. At twenty-eight dollars a barrel, you know the refiners are going to say, "Well, why why refine oil and lose money on right. it?" Right. Yeah. No. And that that was that was at the twenty-eight dollars, and there might have been a lower at that, but I and trust mm-hmm. me, it was like four years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. All righty. All right. I, well, thank you, sir. All righty. Have, right. have a nice holiday. Yes, sir. Brian. All right. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, Aaron Henry officially named the Illinois defensive coordinator. Uh, that news uh, coming out today. Uh, I think everybody knew that anyway, but um, anyway, just so you know, somebody was asking where to get all the uh, bowl information. And I'm kind of right now. I'm uh, googling bowl activities in Tampa headed there tomorrow. I think if you go to FightingIllini.com, I would think they have a. And I'm, my internet's not working real well right now, so I'm having trouble calling it up. But there should be a place in there, Bowl Central. I think somewhere on the website, which ought to be able to tell you. I know there's a New Year's Eve um, event down in uh, Tampa. We're having our bowl bash and radio show at an event. Um, I think if you just go to Bowl Central on FightingIllini.com, you should be able to find uh, what you're looking for there. But if you can't, let me know, and I'll, uh, I'll my Internet will be working better tomorrow, and I can um, figure it out. But um, – I think that's where it should be. All right, uh, 10.59. Safe travels, by the way, and maybe we'll see you down there. Uh, Wishing you a happy, healthy 2023, a listener says. Love hearing you on the radio. Great voice of the Illini. Let's get a win tonight and a win in Tampa. And they say, go Illini. And the man, they say, who called and canceled his appointment for the heart monitor, he could have called Aetna on January 3rd to ask about coverage. Then he could have canceled his January 4th appointment if it wasn't covered this listener says. All right, thanks for being with us. Enjoyed it very much. Kind of a little mix and match of different things today, and always appreciate you being there. We'll do more of this tomorrow, and then we'll head down to Tampa, and we'll have a flashback Friday in the last hour tomorrow. 
This is WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Talk to you tonight for men's basketball here on the radio, along with the women. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The travel mayhem continues today with another 2,500 flights canceled at airports across the country. But one airline is still responsible for the bulk of it. CBS's Tanya Rivero is at LaGuardia in New York. Southwest has canceled more than 2,300 flights again today. Of course, all of this as thousands of passengers remain stranded at airports, wondering when they will get to their final destination. Finding flights is hard, but at this point, finding bags is tough, too. That's the moment Patrick Keene found his bag at Chicago's Midway after a week of waiting. I just haven't had this bag in a week. I've been wearing other people's clothes. I want to wear my wardrobe. It's New Year's Eve week, and now I'm going to go out and I'm going to party. There is no telling how many bags, though, are temporarily missing. Leaders around Buffalo, New York, are learning lessons from last weekend's deadly blizzard and say they are planning ahead to prevent even more paralyzing disasters. Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. We will do what it takes in the future to ensure that our community is open as quickly as possible. And if that means we've got to hire more trucks and get more contractors and bring in more people to handle an area that Erie County has never been responsible for, we'll do it. I just don't want to see this anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm a city resident myself. A travel ban was just lifted in Buffalo. It's going to help a lot of people get to work and stores for more supplies. In Ohio, more than 80 children are infected with measles. Here's CBS's Cammie McCormick. More than half of the infected children are unvaccinated babies and toddlers. We really feel as pediatricians that this is one of the most important things that we can do for your children in helping protect them against these diseases. Dr. Shannon Dillon of Riley's Children's Hospital in Indianapolis. These are very safe vaccines. The measles vaccine has been available since 1963, so we have decades worth of data showing how safe they are. No children have died in the outbreak, but more than 30 are hospitalized. With Title 42 in place, immigration officials in El Paso, Texas, are now working on a temporary solution for people crossing the border. CBS's Omar Villafranca. U.S. border officials announced plans to establish a tent facility outside of El Paso to hold roughly 1,000 migrants starting next month. And city leaders are working to prepare two schools to house migrants. Congress elect George Sa- Congressman elect rather George Santos is under investigation now in New York for lying to get elected to the House. He'll still be sworn in on Tuesday, but when he assumes office, he could also face federal investigations. On Wall Street, the Dow's up about 400 points. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74-STEEL and get a quote today. Sail with American Queen Voyages, where history comes alive and discovery runs deep. Enriching adventures await in North America's mighty rivers, great lakes, oceans, and expeditions to the wilds of Alaska. Visit American Queen Voyages at aqvoyages.com, cruising North America now. Call 844-744-0794 or contact your travel professional. American Queen Voyages. Discovery runs deep. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do. 
like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. There are concerns smart toys are collecting data on kids. It's just one example of a growing trend, say nonprofit researchers at the U.S. Public Interest Research Group, or PERG. Their recent report says smart toys bring new risks, including microphones and cameras paired with significant data collection. PERG's R.J. Cross. Having any data collected on a child that isn't strictly necessary is really reckless and unsafe. Because often, she says, that data, although anonymized, is sold to advertisers. And she and other experts say it can be used to create profiles of children just like it can for adults. That's CBS's Anna Warner reporting. The way of water connects all things. Avatar The Way of Water has soared past the $1 billion mark in global ticket sales in just 14 days. That's the fastest movie this year to cross the box office milestone. The original made nearly $3 billion in 2009. Monica Ricks, CBS. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.